the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting MaxLawEvents.com. You're listening to the Maximum Storytelling Podcast, where you'll learn how to produce compelling video marketing content for your law firm through visual storytelling. Maximum Storytelling is a production of Maximum Lawyer Media. And now, your hosts, Josh Nagel and Annika Godlewski. Hey, everyone. Here for another week of Maximum Storytelling. This week, we are talking about kind of a different idea. We always talk about doing video testimonials at the end of a case, doing mediation videos, you know, around mediation time, which is definitely not, you know, right in the middle of a case or right at the beginning of a case. But today we're going to talk about capturing video mid-case. So before cases are filed, um, I know that there are some attorneys out there who do like to file their cases right away, but we're talking like, you know, maybe before medical treatment is even up or perhaps the, you know, you're three or four weeks in or maybe, you know, medical treatment might be just finished and there's still a long way to go with uh, with settling the case. So we came up with a, a bunch of reasons why you should consider doing it and then also a bunch of reasons why a bunch of things that you can talk about with your clients and, and questions to ask. So first, I think we should delve into, I mean, why are, why are these videos even important? Like what's, what's the purpose of, of capturing any type of video mid case? Well, I think it, it serves a few different purposes. And, you know, one of the main things is, you know, your client feels like, you know, they're important, you know, you care, you care about what's going on in their life this is a crazy adventure that they're on. And, you know, the, the fact that you're checking up on them mid case and it's not, you know, it's not settlement time or anything. So we're talking about, you know, like Annika said, you know, we're in the thick of things and it's so important to kind of document that journey, not just on paper, but also, you know, it's a great opportunity to do this with video pictures are another great way, depending on, you know, certain injuries they may have obviously showing, progress that they're making, or maybe, you know, they're going the opposite direction, unfortunately, sometimes, but capturing how they're feeling at any given time gives you ammunition to use later as well. You know, you may not want to post the stuff right away because it may be detrimental to the case, depending on, you know, the, the situation, but to capture that while they're actually going through, you know, a, a certain situation in their case, it's going to be so much more natural and authentic versus, you know, at the end of the case, going back and asking, like, hey, you know, remember in the middle of your case, you know, things were really tough. How did that make you feel? And then they're trying to think back to that time. But if you're actually asking them while they're going through it, you're in the middle of this chaos, I think you're going to get a lot more genuine, authentic feedback from them. 
and it may not all be positive. Maybe you're doing something that you could tweak and, you know, change the way that you're doing things as, as an attorney or as, as, as a firm. So you can take those things and kind of use them to enhance your client experience. The way that your client feels is it's a huge part of what we do is, you know, you, we're dealing with people and to have them feel like they're, you know, not just another number or, right. you know, that you generally care about them and their story and what's happening. And that's just, it's going to speak volumes to, you know, at the end of the case, once they're looking back, it's like, wow, they, you know, they were really involved this entire time. And I really feel like, you know, they helped me get through this and also having something for them to look back on once it's all said and done, like, wow, I, I was at a rough point. Right. Um, I'm so glad look you captured that. Yeah, exactly. To show that progress and what, you know, everything they've, they've gone through. So um, I think yeah. too, that there's a lot of firms are set up so that every stage of the case is handled by a different employee. So, you know, some firms will say, okay, you're going to take this person from very beginning case sign up all the way to settlement. But what we're seeing more and more are these firms that have one dedicated person who handles medical treatment, one dedicated person who handles, you know, uh, litigation, one dedicated person who handles the medical records ordering portion of things. So a lot of times if you're capturing a testimonial at the end and just getting feedback at the end, you're only that person, that client is only going to talk about the most recent person that they dealt with. And it doesn't really give them a chance to speak to the great service that they might have gotten from paralegals A, B, and C along the way. So capturing it mid-case can also, you know, if you're as confident in your team as you know you want to be, then chances are they're going to have really nice things to say about the people who are working for you. And that's great feedback to pass along to your team and, and also reward your team for that that job, that, that great job that they're doing. We always used to joke that at the end of a case when we would ask who did a great job, they would always mention the very last person who touched the case. And some of the, the people that were involved early on were like, wait a second, I really built a great relationship with her too. But of course, that's six months, you know, six months prior and memory's not fresh. Yeah, plus they just got a nice check in their hand and they're on this like high, you know, they're probably going to say a lot of really great things. So, you know, doing this mid-case, also you may get some, you know, additional feedback from them. This maybe, like I said, not all positive, but also stuff that maybe you can use as other potential video topics. You know, something yes. that if they've got questions or there's concerns or anything like that, you can almost do a spin-off of those and, and do like a Q&A type video. You know, we have a client who's going through this right now. And this is, this is, you know, the situation and kind of explaining it, not getting in detail with names or anything like that. But then, you know, explaining, you know, the, the, the procedure or how a case works in, in a certain situation. So, you know, definitely take note of those things as you're going through, because every case is different, even though, you know, ultimately they are kind of under the same umbrella. But there's a lot of different variables and things that make that case different you can use for, you know, video topics later on. People just like to be heard, right? So if you're able to go to them and say, you know, a lot of our clients feel really worried at this stage, or a lot of our clients feel like it's kind of hopeless because they're not getting a lot of answers. If I am with an attorney and I'm still, you know, I'm confident in them, but it's halfway through their case and I'm really not sure you know, how things are going because I've never been through something like this before. And you have an attorney or even the person taking the video saying, you know, hey, we have a lot of our clients in this stage feel like X, Y, and Z. And that person is feeling the same exact way. They're going to be like, wow, they really do know what they're talking about. And they do care, like you said earlier. Um, Absolutely. 
I know in some states it's important to really pay attention to what information you capture on video before the case goes to litigation or before the case goes, you know, in front of a jury, because whatever is said can also be discoverable or, you know, the other side can say, well, this person said this on video, I want a copy of that video. So if your state is one of those where you have to be really careful, just an important one of the important tips to remember is if there is something that you don't want your client to mention, make it very clear early on and really focus on providing them with questions early so that they know what they're, what they don't, you don't want them to say something accidentally that they didn't mean to say, or they don't know is bad. So just communicate that. And I mean, even if there are a bunch of subjects and you just need to write them down and say, Hey, in your case, don't talk about, I don't know, maybe you weren't wearing a seatbelt or maybe there was, um, you know, maybe you're going, the, the client was going five miles over the speed limit when they were T-boned by somebody else. You don't want any of those potentially negative things to be mentioned, but they don't know what they don't know. And I think too, that a lot of the people that we used to get video testimonials from and get feedback from, they were, they were much more receptive if they knew that they were going to be asked, right? So set the expectation early. I don't think, I don't think people would They'd be like, wait a second, why are you having me come in in the middle of the case to talk about my experience on video? Like, what? this doesn't make sense. But I don't know, if they heard about it during initial case sign-up, then they know that they're going to be expecting a call in two months or three months or however long, however long it takes. Plus also giving them a little bit of a heads up will allow them to prepare not just mentally, but also hey, I'm going to shower and wear something that's not, you know, you know, when I get there, like, actually, I don't want to be on camera. I look like a slob today. We've had that a couple of times. Like, I would love to give you an excellent five-star review, but I just rolled out of bed and I haven't combed my hair and, you know, all this stuff. So just giving them a heads up. And a lot of, you know, right now with everything going on, you might be doing a lot of like virtual things like this. So, I mean, it's so easy just to click the record button, have a conversation like this. You know, you could use the video you know, just as is on a Zoom call even. So um, I think it's really just capturing, you know, the state that they're in currently as they're living through it. That's the most important thing just to get, you know, authentic feedback from them at where they stand in their in their case. I agree. Yeah. And I think too that you shouldn't be afraid to ask a client because I think sometimes it's really awkward to make that, that initial ask, especially if it's something a little unorthodox, like a, a video mid case, it can be, a little intimidating for people to say, hey, would you mind sitting down in front of a camera and doing this? Especially if you're the type of person that doesn't like to be on the camera in front of that side of the camera also, you know, it can be nerve wracking. So clients want to know how they can help. Like they can't, you can't really repay your attorney, right? Like the average person, like what's, how are they going to repay them or how are they going to show their gratitude for them? They don't know how to do that. So if you do ask them nine times out of 10, they want to help in any way they can. They just, you know, don't be afraid to ask. I'm always on the fence because if you, you want the client to know the questions ahead of time, right? But you also don't want them to feel like they have to memorize their answers or it be too scripted. So what's your take on it, Josh? Do you think that, that you should send clients, you know, very detailed questions ahead of time or just be kind of not vague, but what's, what's your take? Should they know ahead of time or what do, what do you think? I think definitely giving them some sort of, you know, inside of what you're using this video for. And you can let them know that it's basically a conversation. You may just be recording it, you know? So it's like, okay, well, it's not like a formal sit down interview. I don't have to talk to the camera. It's just, you know, between me and the attorney and we're just using this for 
our internal purposes at the, for, for the moment, you know? So maybe just giving them a short list of just kind of vague questions, something that you can maybe use for everybody mid-case that's not like too specific. That way they're not like, okay, I need to know what was my license plate number? Or like, you know, like really specific stuff. They don't really need to, you know, be all worked up about or anything. So just keeping things, I think, vague and just understand that, hey, you're in the middle of your case. We just want to know what you're feeling, what your thoughts are, and what we can do to help moving forward. You know, what are your concerns? We want to help. You know, our goal is to take your problems away. We're not just your attorney to get money in your pocket. We want to help you recover, you know, you know, all across the board. So I think that just letting them know that we're doing this for you, you know, right. not necessarily for us to have. And I think the same thing with testimonials. If you approach it that way, this is, this is for you, you know, we're highlighting your story because you are important to us. You're not just another number. You're not just, you know, money in our pocket. It's, you know, we really care about our clients. And I think approaching it that way will kind of help, you know, not just them in the future, but future clients seeing these videos, like, wow, they're, you know, that was really impactful. And they didn't really, they didn't even talk about themselves. It was all about the client. You know, maybe at the end, there's a little thing about, I found this attorney, by you know so and so a friend or and it comes out naturally exactly it is not about you about the client right no that's a that's a really good point that's a really good point and i think too that have taking that approach exactly like you said talking really making it very clear that it's for them also invites them to be very honest like we're not just asking you to brag about us, right? So don't feel like, I mean, we want your honest feedback. So if you feel like something could have been done quicker or better or kinder or with more communication, we want to know that too. It's to improve everyone's experience. Constructive criticism is, that's how growth happens. Right. You can't think, you can't take things too personally, especially if it's something that's not in your control. You're waiting on medical records to come back. You know, you cannot help that. You know, it takes, you know, a couple months maybe or whatever it is, but just making sure your client's informed, they know what's going on. I think that's key for, you know, the situation, especially dealing with stuff mid-case. That way that they're, you know, up to speed with everything that's going on. And I think doing a video like this kind of gets you all on the same page. Like, hey, this is where we're at, you know, and it's not just for them also for you to understand like hey these are these are my clients needs this is this is what we have to do differently or better or hey maybe we're doing everything perfectly let's just keep cruising down this path i think it's a great kind of like checkpoint you know and think about it even if you have 100 cases a year and if you were able to get really great feedback from 25 percent of those clients and those are really great you know whatever it is whatever the feedback is that they have to say just say it's 25 really great tips of even if you can tweak your system 25 different ways for the better how much extra how many more referrals you could get or how many more people would come back to you or you know how much more you'll be able to explain to the insurance company the impact that the accident has had which will equate to more dollars like you know the, it could even impact settlement amounts so it seems like a, a simple little thing but it, it could have the potential to make a really big difference Absolutely. And especially if somebody's going through this for the first time, you know, they've never been in an accident. They've never dealt with an attorney. So they may have all kinds of like questions that are obviously like, you know, pretty straightforward, but Hey, like they'd never have, have heard of a term or they have no idea what discovery means. So it also helps you to have a video database that you can maybe point them in the direction of saying, Hey, like we had your question already solved. 
you know, check out our YouTube channel. We have all kinds of content on there. It's a great way to, you know, kind of help mid case as well. But if they have never been in the situation before, the questions that they ask and their concerns may be different than somebody who's, you know, unfortunately dealt with many of attorneys before. But in that case, you can see what's better than your last attorney. What have, you know, what did you appreciate that they've done? Or, you know, what can we do to kind of close the gap or whatever it is? So maybe you're kind of like taking things from other attorneys and you don't even really know it because they've had these experiences before. So I guess you never really know until you ask. And like Annika said, I wouldn't be afraid to ask them because, you know, the worst they can say is, you know, no, or I'm not comfortable answering that or whatever. Right. Well, and for people like us too, who have been in the legal field forever, I mean, I'm not an attorney, so I definitely don't understand every single legal term there is out there, but it also kind of becomes second nature to us. And the terms that we hear all the time, sometimes it's easy to forget that the general public doesn't know those same terms, right? Like, I mean, they just, they, they would have no reason to understand them. So the questions that they're asking, I mean, you're right to, to add those to a database, but also to, to just think, put your, it helps you put yourself in that client's shoes because they're totally new to this whole thing. And sometimes I think we take that, it's easy for us to take that for granted because we deal with it every day. So we also put together a list of questions. I mean, these are just sample questions that you can ask mid case. I mean, don't limit it to just this, or if, um, you know, if you want to take things a step further and be a little bit more specific about the person's individual situation, you know, feel free to go ahead. But we just thought that these were kind of easy, vague ish questions that are universal, no matter what the case type is, especially if you are in a firm or you, your firm handles more than one practice area. First one is what part of the process so far has surprised you the most? I don't think that a lot of people really even ask that ever. So it would be cool to find out what their answer is, but also it could make for some really great footage later on. You know, what's surprising about the process? Because I think a lot of people have, you know, they already have their minds made up about attorneys and what working with a lawyer is like. So if they're pleasantly surprised, it could work to your benefit. The second question that we had was, what are you most worried about? So you know, kind of the opposite of what we just said. But at the end, you can ask them once the case is all settled, hey, you know, you you said you were worried about this. How did that, you know, change? Or, you know, is is that problem solved now? You know, looking back, are you still worried about that, you know, moving forward? A lot of times there may be medical bills coming in that we don't know how to pay that, you know, situations like that. But asking questions mid-case, you know, like we've been saying this whole time, Next one is, has anyone in the office made things easier for you? If so, or if yes, you know, what have they done? This kind of goes back to um, using these, this, one of the reasons that this video, these types of videos would be great is to be able to go back to your staff and say, hey, you did a really great job. And I have concrete proof because a client just sung your praises. I think um, sometimes people aren't asked about any, anyone in, anyone specifically in the office. They're just asked about their overall experience and, you know, how were things? How did it go? Were you happy? Were you not happy? But asking, um, you know, about the specific people that work there can give you really great feedback. Yeah. And especially sharing that with your staff, you know, you can read a Google review and it's like, oh, that's great. But if you, if you can hear a client talking about you and, you know, how would they appreciate, you know, how you're going above and beyond, you're probably going to continue to do that because, you know, positive praise is always 
you know, a benefit. So and especially the when, just really quick, remember when the other firm, we would get emails. I mean, the boss would send around emails and say, hey, or the office manager, you know, whoever, you know, higher up would send around an email once they got that feedback and they would send it to everyone. And it would feel nice because you knew you weren't bragging about yourself, but also, I don't know, I think everybody would sort of rally around and be like, hey, great job. Like, that's awesome. I know that, especially when you would make a really great video, um, Chuck would always email it around and say, Josh did such a great job. Look at this. And then, you know, we would all start crying because they were all these <laughs> tear jerking things, but that had to make you feel really good, you know, to be part of that process and to get that Definitely. positive feedback, especially when clients said, yeah, right. right. You're just like, you know, it just comes in and it's almost like getting a tip. It's like, oh, wow. Like I never expected that. Like, Thank you so yeah. much. It's so appreciated. You know, it's like one of the things that you don't really, you know, being somebody like a boss or somebody higher up, just sharing a little bit of feedback that someone has may, you know, make somebody's day. It's going to help them certainly moving forward in the situation to where like, oh my gosh, like, why am I even doing this? Does anybody even care? Yes, they care. Even though if they don't say it, and that one person that did, it's going to make you realize that, you know, what you're doing matters. And it changes your whole attitude, even like going home, you know, if that uplift, right. if that lifts your day, then you're more likely to you know, have a smile on your face when you come home and not feel so stressed Absolutely. out. Absolutely. <laughs> right. For sure. Our next question was, if you had to explain your experience so far to a friend dealing with the same problems you are, what would you say? So, you know, at the end, we always ask, if you had to, you know, refer us to your friend, how, you know, what would you say to them? You know, why, why did you come here? What would you, you know, say to your friend? And I think this is kind of, you know, the mid-case version of this, you know, where we get a problem, you know, but these guys are doing this, you know, to help that situation. And somebody that's also going through that, like, oh, wow, well, you know, I feel that way too. I want to, you know, I, I want my situation to be better. So I'm going to call them because they're helping you. You know, you can make a referral to somebody else and say, okay, you really need to call my guy. This is a great attorney. You need to call him. But if the other person doesn't really understand what it is that is going to be done for them, there still could be a little bit of hesitation. You know, you trust the person who makes the referral, but if you don't really know, like, okay, call the guy, what am I supposed to say? Like, what do I even need help with? I don't even know that I need help. So you're saying call in, but why? So asking, you know, asking this question early on can, can kind of help for help, help that client refer cases later on, help them explain, you know, how they can help um, other people. Um, next question. If you could say one thing to the insurance company, what would it be? So usually, what's that? <laughs> Might have to censor that question depending on. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> if they get a uh, pretty vocal and verbal about how they're getting, um, the short end of the stick is maybe a nice way of, of saying it. Is it your insurance company or the, uh, you know, the person that the at fault parties? Yeah. Yeah. So normally, usually by mid-case, or really for some clients, the reason that they come to an attorney in the first place is because the insurance company is giving them a hard time and they're feeling like they're being treated completely unfairly and there's no reason for it. So if you ask the client, if you could tell that insurance adjuster, if you could help that, if you could get that insurance adjuster to understand one thing, what would it be? Nine times out of 10, that client is going to speak up and say something like, I just want them to understand that my pain is real, or I just want them to know how much this has affected my life. I just want them to know that 
it's caused so much stress and so much anxiety for my entire family. Take that and then you can add that to your impact statement. So if you're going to do an, well, I think every, personally, I think every attorney should do an impact statement when you're asking the insurance company to settle a case. You know, you want the insurance company to know just how badly that person who caused the accident or that person who caused the problem, how much they, that person, the victim needs help. So asking them in their own words, what would you say to the insurance company? You can take those words and put it right, you know, right back to them when you ask them to settle the case. And again, it may lead to other video topics just about insurance companies. So we build all these playlists on, you know, a couple of different YouTube channels that we were working on that have, you know, FAQs, but within the FAQs, specific videos just about, you know, uh, the insurance company, what to say to them, what not to say to them, how to avoid, you know, different things and situations. So I think this is also going to give you an opportunity to build, you know, that, that topic, almost like a wish list of things that, you know, you could have a hundred different ideas, but then grouping them with different playlists would give somebody who has, hey, you have a problem with insur- insurance adjuster, here's a whole slew of videos that you can go through. We break down all these topics, you know, lots of useful information that may help you, you know, you send it to your friend that's going through the same situation and they understand, wow, these people are really knowledgeable about the situation, I'm going to give them a call. And two, usually the cardinal rule is don't talk to the insurance adjuster at all. Okay, fine. People, once they have an attorney, they'll follow that cardinal rule and not talk to the insurance adjuster. It doesn't mean they don't have, they don't have an opinion about what they want to say. And sometimes being told you can't talk to them makes clients feel like I can't, you know, but I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm pissed off. I have a major concern, but I'm not allowed to say anything because the rule is I'm not allowed to talk to the insurance company. Asking them, you know, if they could say one thing to the insurance company, it kind of gives them that release, right? It like lets them get out their frustration a little bit. Again, like Josh said, they're vulgar. You might have to bleep it out or just not use that video at all. But at least it gives them an opportunity to, you know, voice how they feel. Absolutely. The next one is, if you could change anything about the legal system, what would it be? And again, yeah, you don't, you know, (laughs) it's not all, everything is not always in your hands. And, you know, it may be something as simple as, you know, a law that you can't change, you know, but if somebody else has that frustration and they're like, you know, what would you change about it? Why, you know, how does that pertain to your case? And again, maybe that's an opportunity to use for another video, or you can petition something to actually change that law, which we've had, we had a case that came up. It was a very, I mean, super interesting, crazy situation. And the law just, you know, kind of, you know, ruined the case for us. And it's like, well, I guess, where do we stand now? We really want to help this client. Maybe we work to actually change the law. Like it was such a, you know, gray area with what happened. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, how, how do you have immunity in a situation like this? This shouldn't, this should not ever happen to anybody else. So we and actually started that process. And it's not, I mean, in the, that's not written in the contract that you have to do that, right? So the fact that the firm is going above and beyond to, to take that on, on their own time, on their own dime, that really would, you know, it means a lot. And then also when somebody voices what they wish they could change about the legal process, and then other people see that in the video, there, it helps, it could help other clients understand that there isn't anything that can be done. And it does stink that the process take, like, let's just say, okay, uh, I'm asked that question. What would I change about the legal system? I would change the fact that 
everything takes forever, right? The time, it just seems like everything is so slow all the time. Well, there's nothing that can be done about that. Really, I mean, maybe there is in certain instances, but it helps other people understand like it's not the law firm, right? It's not the law firm dragging their feet. It's not the paralegal taking her time. It's not the fault of the firm. It is the legal system. So it kind of helps the firm. No, I don't want to say get out of taking responsibility for the time, but it helps other people understand that, you know, it's their hands it's are the tied. The right. Right. Last one. What do you hope your life will look like at the end of the case? So it kind of goes along with the the worry one. What are you worried about now? And then asking them at the end uh, if that worry was eliminated. But I don't know, asking them, it's really a way of asking them, like, what's your what's your ultimate goal, right? Do you, is it, it's probably more than just wanting to get your car fixed. You know, it's probably more than just wanting to get through the surgery. A lot of people probably end up telling you that they just want their life to go back to normal or they just want to be able to go on vacation again without needing a wheelchair or be able to enjoy their retirement or, you know, whatever personal reason they have, but it also give you some insight on, Hey, in my mind, I thought that the client's biggest concern was getting money, but it's not. So how, what do I, how do I work this case so that I meet the client's expectations and, and honor that client's goal and not the goal that I thought they should have for themselves and could end up with a happier client at the end. And especially, I mean, think with the end end in mind, you know, when you're doing these mid case videos, think about once they settle, right. And using this footage for like this testimonial video, um, how great is that going to, you know, tie together when I just want to be able to, you know, run 20 miles, you know, bike 15, if somebody's, you know, it was a case before this lady was a, you know, she was really, you know, um, adventurous and she was always out doing stuff. Well, she broke her leg and she couldn't do things anymore. So her goal was really high. She wanted to be able to, you know, climb mountains and, you know, go on these hikes and bike 40 miles and all this stuff. And by the end of her case, we did her testimonial and we got footage of her out, you know, cruising again, big smile on her face. And who looks like the hero, the attorney, because, you guys help solve the problem and it's not on top of that mountain and it's not saying, you know, my attorney did this, you know, and it was all, it's all about you. Again, it's all about the client, but when you're putting together this really impactful video, this testimonial, it's not about you. It's about them seeing this kind of like happy ending. That's really what, what it's all about. And imagine too, if you are a potential client and you have a choice of hiring the firm that does one of those really inspirational videos or the firm who chooses to have a marketing message that's I got this I got my client of you know seven hundred thousand dollars for their accident well okay what what would you choose you know you're going to choose the the inspirational firm that was able to help this woman get back what she wanted like money doesn't always matter to people and maybe she got the $700,000 as well, but that's not the most important thing to her. She got her life back, you know, and then right. there's no price on, you know, feeling like you're back to normal. And the attorney, like you said, the attorney wasn't the one to say it about himself. So that's exactly. a for sure. Absolutely. As always, if you guys have any questions or comments or you want to share your mid case videos with us, always feel free. You can post them up here or you can, um, you know, reach out to either one of us, but I don't know. I think 
I think they're, they're a great addition to, especially to the end of, end of the case client testimonials. And the more you do them, the easier they'll become too. Exactly. You've got all the pieces of the puzzle then, you know, the, the pictures and the video of the accident scene, maybe, you know, that's, that's, you know, stage one, all the way through the middle of the end, you know, you're really documenting this journey that they're on with you and showing hopefully a happy ending at the end. That's the ultimate goal. We'll see you next week, guys. All right. See you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk same time, same place next week. To stay connected, join us on the Maximum Lawyer Facebook group. See you there.